mobile, so I wasn't going to hang it up.
Good evening and welcome to our Christmas Eve time of worship. I hope that your focus will be on God. Uh, we have some folks joining us online, so this is live on YouTube, and then you can watch it again later unless we screw it up, which is going to do it for sure. Uh, so we're going to pray together at this time, and then we're going to continue to worship. And this is our opportunity to remember the anticipation of the coming of the Lord the next time he comes. Obviously, they were looking for him to come, and they missed it. Let us not be the same way. Let us pray together, and then we'll pray. Father in heaven, this Christmas Eve, on the eve of the day that we celebrate Jesus' birth, after a long and in some ways hard year, after through many challenges overcoming, we look to you as God on the throne to help us today to hear the stories from your word, to hear the songs that represent the truths that we know from those stories. We know that not every song gets it exactly right. Not every worshiper gets it exactly right. You're calling on us to be worshipers in spirit and truth. And so we're asking you, Lord, today to help us be focused on you. We ask you to help the children remember the great value that is in this story. It's so much more than gifts or trees or lights or tinsel. It's even more than family gatherings. We know that it's greater to give than it is to receive. But the meaning of this story is so much more than us giving to others. Because it is truly about you giving to us. So the moments ahead, we ask you, Lord, to govern our worship, to govern our thoughts, and help us to be looking toward you and to speak into this place as you would. We pray this in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Video. Video. And there were in the same country shepherds, abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them. The glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were sore afraid, and the angel said unto them, Fear not. For behold, I bring you tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, to Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praying God, and saying, Glory to God.
why did this happen to me? Ask anybody in town, they'll tell you I'm a pretty good guy. I work hard running my father's carpentry business. I got engaged to a nice girl from a nice family, at least I thought. Everything was going great until I found out she was pregnant. Just didn't make sense. That wasn't like the Mary I thought I knew. A girl with a family as great as hers doesn't do that kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Then she came and told me this unbelievable story about an angel and the Messiah and how we were part of God's great plan. I would have thought she'd gone crazy. But it sounded like even she was having a hard time believing what she was telling me. Like it was the truth, you know? But so painful, she could barely get it out. Now I know the laws of Moses. A woman who commits adultery is to be publicly stoned to death for the shame that she has brought on her family. I didn't want to see that happen to her. Her family had suffered enough because of this, so I was, I was going to break things off quietly when an angel came and spoke to me. I thought, now I was going crazy. But the angel said that everything Mary told me was true. That this baby was the Messiah, and we were charged with his care. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm a religious man. I believe that all the promises that God made to our people will be fulfilled one day. I just didn't expect it to look like this. No one I've told about this has believed me. If God was going to do these things in such a weird way, don't you think God would have let everyone else know? Wouldn't God at least have told the religious leaders they're the ones who are supposed to know what God is thinking? But instead, it's up to me, a simple carpenter, and my new wife to care for this baby as if he were my son. I have no idea what will happen with this boy. But deep down inside, somehow, I know everything will be all right. Somehow, God will make it all work out.
love and kindness, love divine. Star and angel gave the sign. Bow to babe on bended knee. The Savior of humanity. To us a child is born He shall reign forevermore
It was a cold night. The coldest night of the year, they said. They were right. It was the kind of night where you would feel the chill deep down in your bones, and you couldn't stop shivering even if you wanted to. On nights like these, I hate being a shepherd. I mean, it's bad enough that they pay us next to nothing and the owners treat us like dirt. It's bad enough that we have to stay up all night fighting off wolves and other creatures, even the occasional human thief. Heck, it's bad enough that these, dumb sh these sheep are so dumb, they'll walk straight into a hole that a blind guy could see, and I have to fish them out. But the part that really gets me is how people look down on us. I mean, I know we smell bad since we hang out with sheep all the time, but that's not the reason. When we're in town, people avoid us because they think we're scum. Men, men pull their daughters a little closer when we're around because they're afraid we'll try to rape them. Other people put their hands on their money bag when they see us because they're afraid we'll rob them. I've never hurt anybody in my life. I'm just trying to survive like anyone else. It's, it's not like my life's goal was to be a shepherd. I just couldn't get any other job, and it's better than nothing. Like I said, it was the coldest night of the year. We were sit sitting around the fire trying to keep warm, but it wasn't working. Someone started passing around a flagon of wine they had swiped from an owner. I took a few big swigs because it helped me feel warm. I thought I might be able to get some sleep, so I started to doze off. That's when it happened. This bright light shone, this bright light came from out of nowhere, and I heard someone shouting something. I figured someone was trying, was using some kind of trick to be able to steal our sheep. I squinted and saw the figure of a man saying, Don't be afraid, I have good news. He tells us that in town, the new king has been born, and that we should go see him. He said that a star would show us the way. All of a sudden, the light disappeared. I thought maybe the wine had some funny stuff in it, and I was seeing things. But everyone else saw it too. And after the spots went away from my eyes, there it was, a star that I'd never seen in the sky before, shining as bright as the moon. We headed off, not knowing why. It didn't make any sense. After all, why would a bunch of dirty shepherds be allowed to see a king? Even regular people didn't want to... Even regular people didn't want to be around us. Why should a new king be any different? When we got into town, the star didn't show us the way to a palace or a fancy house like we thought. We figured a king would be born in a real nice place. I saw King Herod's house once, and it was the biggest thing I'd ever seen. Instead, the star led us to a cave filled with animals. In there was this real young girl and a guy who turned out to be her husband, with a newborn baby wrapped in rags. Now I knew we were crazy. One of my friends told them why we were here, and the guy looked surprised. The angel told you too, huh? He said, an angel? That's what the, that thing was? He said that the angels had told him and his wife that this baby was the Messiah that God had promised to Israel. They weren't sure what it meant either. They just somehow knew it was true. I walked over to take a look at this kid. He was asleep, so I was real quiet because I didn't want to wake him. Suddenly his eyes opened and looked up at me and smiled. It wasn't one of those normal baby smiles. It was more like how mom used to look at me when I was little. It was the kind of smile that said, I love you. I still had no idea what all this King and Messiah stuff is about. What I do know is there's something real special about this baby boy. I don't know what, what God has in mind for him and his parents, 
But I know that somehow God will make it all work out.
There has to be a mistake. Uh, a misinterpretation of the scriptures. Yes, yes, that's it. A misinterpretation. Happens all the time, right? There's been a misinterpretation of the scriptures, and these fools are blindly following the lie. Falsehood. It cannot be right. It can't be true. It makes no sense. God cannot, he, he would not lower himself as to become a baby. He's God in heaven. God Almighty. God unchanging. If he's unchanging, then how can he come to us invading my world? No, 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 no. He won't. He shan't. I won't have it. God, you appointed the rulers of this land, and I, me, King Herod, was appointed. This is my right. My God-given right. And as such, I will live it out. This change won't happen. I can't let it happen. If God has indeed humbled himself and become a baby, human, innocent, helpless, then perhaps this is not such a problem after all. He is only a baby after all. He doesn't do things by halves, <laughs> but, but me, I, I'm not impressed. By becoming a little baby, he is made flesh, human. And how do we get rid of humans? <laughs> the scripture says he used to die. I would only be speeding up the process. In fact, I'd be doing him a favor. He shouldn't be too difficult to find. In fact, yes, he has made it easier than expected. If he wishes to live as a baby, then he must also die as a baby. Shame, really. I could have done with the challenge. Let it be known, all children under the age of two are died by the order of King Herod. This baby Jesus shall not survive!
As is tradition with our